Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's incredible. That's what he just said there, too. He just said, you know, a lot of Americans, they were worried, you know, about losing their health care if they had health care that they liked. Yeah, they were. And you lied to them. But anyway, pants on fire. Thank you so much. (laughs) Appreciate it. Uh, Let me tell you about um, good ranchers. I am a rancher myself. And what is happening to our ranchers and our cattle farmers is abysmal. And it's only going to get worse you need a direct relationship with ranchers. Uh, there's a lot, of, a ton of meat. I can't believe, you know, we are a, a net importer of food now instead of exporter. Did you know that? that is no, I did not know that. Awful. That is awful. What have we done to ourselves? Um, right now, you can get uh, meat uh, from all over the world, and most likely it is not from America, but with Good Ranchers, it is. Now, goodranchers.com slash Glenn. Go and check out. They're already low prices, free shipping. You can get 30, $30 off your first uh, box. If you want to subscribe, you will lock in the price of your meat for the life of your subscription. That's crazy. You can't get that anywhere else. Goodranchers.com slash Glenn. Goodranchers.com slash Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I started this uh, program today by saying I built the blaze to be the Alamo, to be able to be the place that, I mean, we plan on remaining and staying and never going away, but we plan on being the last place possible to get um, truth and to get actual discussions on topics and free thinking we don't all have to agree uh, with one another but we are a loose-knit group of people who will stand and watch each other's back and it is getting harder and harder to tell the truth because the stakes now are so high we have our children up in the kitty on the table and we're all playing cards like it's a normal game it is not I want to talk to you about uh, what is happening. The grooming in our public schools. Is that the right word? We talked to James Lindsay about it in 60 seconds.
So Business Insider just published a piece saying that Republicans are more worried about inflation than Democrats are. You think? Uh, it's because, you know, the hallowed, hallowed economic uh, halls, uh, you know, in academia, they're teaching, they're teaching bullcrap. They're teaching modern monetary theory. Uh, I'm not standing up for Republicans, but could we just could we just lose all the labels and talk about reality and simple mathematics? When you print trillions of dollars, you devalue the money, which makes people say prices went up. Prices didn't go up. The value of your money went down. And that is the Fed. The Fed is doing all kinds of things, and they say that they are going to fix it. Well, they created the problem. Talk to Einstein. You're not able to fix the problem if you created it. Here's the thing. I want you to call and find out if gold or silver is right for you. Goldline is the only precious metals company that offers a 6% bonus in metals for qualifying IRA orders, in which you can either put into your IRA or have delivered directly to you. It's your choice when acquiring anything from Goldline. It's one of the many reasons so many people love them, and I've been doing business with them before they were doing business with me for a long time. Goldline. Find out about their self-directed IRA program and find out why it's the most efficient in the industry. Easy ways for you to shore up your IRA and write retirement with precious metals. Goldline.com or call them now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. James Lindsay. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm good, Glenn. How are you? <laughs> I am. I'm actually worried about you uh, because you are you are looking into, and believe me, I know what it's like. You're looking into the darkest corners of our society. You're seeing what's going on, and you're trying to wake people up. And I don't know about you, James, but that I found that to be extraordinarily difficult work and spiritually wounding. So how are you? I'm good. Um, you are right. I've kind of, uh, somebody joked with me, you know, they said, if you look into the abyss, the abyss looks back into you. And I said, my friend, I have gone into the, the abyss and I am sending home letters. <laughs> uh, <and> so, <laughs> yeah. Kind of the other thing I say a lot, because it is, it is spiritually winning. It's very difficult sometimes. But what I, another thing I find myself saying a lot these days is, well, you get used to it. And so um, I'm quite comfortable. I'm quite excited with what I'm doing. I understand now that I'm uncovering something that's very important to understand. I feel as though the wind is shifting. I'm no longer screaming into the hurricane, but the wind is coming to my back. America is waking up. They see what's happening. They understand that it is the fight for our country, the fight for our children. And so I'm happy and proud to be able to provide that information to people where most people can't do it. So you um, just released a video series uh, from your, your organization, New Discourses, and it's on groomer schools. And when I, when I see people call people, oh, they're just a groomer. I think there are a lot of people, frankly, that have been so duped and are just useful idiots that they really see the world differently. However, I do believe there's a lot of people who are out to destroy the family, individuals, uh, and they are grooming kids. Do you see a difference? Oh, 
Yes and no. Okay. Um, so very famously, a lot of people don't don't know the history of communism in this country because we don't teach the history of communism like we do the history of, say, Nazism and fascism, which I'm glad we teach those. We should also be teaching the true history of communism. True. And they don't know, for example, that the communists used to create what they called sucker lists. We, we often use the term useful idiots. And they get other people to do their projects for them without even realizing that they're doing them. And so in the series that you mentioned, my my, my podcast, the, the Groomer Schools series, which I actually released, by the way, last November. I've been sounding mm. this alarm for a while. Uh, I go through the history of how Marxists all through the 20th century, starting in the 1920s, very deliberately started to do sexual grooming of children in schools to destabilize the population in order to have a cultural revolution. And then I go into how the queer theory element of that is being used in our schools now to create not stable LGBTQ identities in their own words, but rather to create fluid ones that do not stabilize. And that that's the project that's happening with this comprehensive sex education, with gender ideology, with most people haven't heard the term queer theory, but that's actually what it is. And then I go into how this interplays with critical race theory to create a one-two punch that actually replicates the creation of the Red Guard that Mao Zedong did. In other words, to start putting into effect that cultural revolution. And I use the word groomers because grooming means more than, well, first of all, there is actual sexual grooming, pedophilic grooming that's kind of latched onto this. But it also means other things. It also means grooming in a cult, for example, mm -hmm. social and political grooming are ideas that are, that are that are occurring. There's the grooming that was happening rampantly on social media before it took off in the schools, which was grooming into self-harm, into anorexia, into other forms of body dysmorphia, yep. which then leads into the trans grooming problem. So when they're teaching your kids gender ideology and queer theory, they're actually grooming them into a uh, kind of mindset that's kind of tied up in that self-harm control, but also fluid identity, sexual identity, awakening a sexual identity in children, whether that's for pedophile reasons or not. And this leads into why are there so many trans kids now? Why is all this happening? Why is this continuing to, to come up everywhere? So grooming, I feel, is the right word. And it is happening in multiple domains at once for the purpose of creating political grooming to create radicals, just like Mao Zedong wanted to create radicals to overthrow his society. So let me ask you a couple of things, James. It's worth noting that you are, you're not a, con or you weren't, and I don't think you are a conservative. You're, uh, you, I think were an atheist or agnostic. Um, I think you still are. Um, you're not, we, we don't come together because, oh my gosh, I'm hearing it. It's like talking to me. Uh, uh, we've never had that, but we are now having that kind of conversation where I see you as a brother in the fight on what's going on and somebody who really gets it. What would you have thought about someone like what you just said? If you heard somebody on the radio, your old self, what would you have said to this? Oh, I definitely would have thought, wow, this guy is overblowing it. Um, he's going to have to, if I was going to be very reasonable that I'd say he's really going to have to back up these claims. Correct. Of course, that podcast series is five hours. The second one of those is me reading the actual paper from Queer Theory impinging upon early childhood education and development to show that they actually say that they want to remake them into this grooming project. And so 
I would have been, if that was more reasonable, if not, I would have been more reactionary in the kind of left-wing reactionary sense. And I would have said, you know, all these guys are just blowing this all out of proportion. And so it's very difficult. This is kind of the divide that we have right now. You, you know, the perspective would have been to say, well, there's these poor LGBT kids or LGB kids anyway. There's these poor kids. They're going through all this stuff. They don't have anybody they can turn to. Social conservative parents won't accept them. They're going to get thrown out. They're going to get disowned or whatever. Somebody should be reaching in. And so it's good that the schools are trying to do that. That's the, the mindset that I would have adapt, adopted at the time. And uh <laughs> Looking back, I have to admit that I'd be on the sucker list with the communists so, laughing at me. So, so what would you say? What, ne- what would you say to that person now that might be listening, and you're saying this, and they are thinking those things? What would you say to that person? Well, I mean, it's very easy to just come out and say, no, you have to understand this is happening, but it's not enough. I would say that one of the most important things that has to be happening right now, and conservatives need to get their messaging straight on this and get their understanding straight behind the messaging is is BS. Getting the understanding right is key. And that there is a difference between, say, gay equality as a movement, as a civil rights movement, and this queer agenda, which is when we say queer, we mean queer theory, which is the post-structuralist feminist adaptation of Marxist theory to gender, sex, and sexuality. So there are two things happening at once, and the gay equality civil rights movement is being used as human shields to move a very dangerous political agenda that is grooming children into things that are outside of their normal range. Again, listen to that second podcast in the Groomer School series that I did, and you hear the the, the woman who wrote it. I think, I mean, what is a woman? (laughs) Queer theorist. I have no idea. Uh, But this person, Hannah Dyer, that wrote the paper says explicitly that we have to rethink all of early childhood development psychology to make it in line with queer theory. We have to rethink childhood development because this idea of developmental categories for children, developmental stages, doesn't actually acknowledge the way that queer theorists think about those, which would have no categories. She says that, in fact, the point of the paper, why I read it, is that the goal is to overcome the idea of the innocence of children entirely, to say that that's a hegemonic narrative produced wait, wait, by wait, 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 power. What does that, what does that mean? Would it say that does phrase that again? That the hegemonic narrative? No, no, no. The, the, the remaking the idea of innocent childhood innocence. Oh, the title of the paper is in, quite, in fact something like queer futurity. So the idea of becoming queer in the future of your life, uh, queer futurity and childhood innocence. And her argument is that the idea that we consider children to be innocent, sexually innocent, racially innocent, et cetera, is actually just a privileged position afforded only to people who have privilege and power in society. And so it's not even true that children are actually innocent. We shouldn't enshrine childhood innocence, she says, because that recreates the dynamic that we we have in society. So we have to break down the very idea of childhood innocence. And what do we see out of these teachers in schools on the internet? We see these clips or these 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 seminars they put out where they're proud to say it. Is it no, children are already sexual beings. I just saw today, children are sexual beings from birth. Uh, kindergartners are sexual beings. If they're encountering it on the internet, then they have to be able to be talked about in schools and be taught about it by these people in schools. And so they have no boundaries on what is appropriate for children and what is not. And so, again, I encourage people to listen. And it's their words, not mine. I read their paper out loud on my podcast. And she says that we have to remake childhood development 
psychology so that it admits that childhood innocence is not real. Wow. So, uh, I mean, because you are reading their words again, I go back to James, do you believe in a soul? I'm not quite sure what it means, but I think so. Yeah. Um, uh, how's, how, I mean, this is just, this is so dark. It's so dark. How do you keep that out? How do you make sure that you're just, you're not, you know, being beaten up, uh, to a place to where you, you wouldn't even recognize it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So have you ever seen those chefs that can just grab the hot pan and carry it across the room or whatever? Yeah. yeah. It would burn normal people's hands. Yeah. You get calloused. You get calloused. And I don't mean calloused in some kind of cold way. I've read these books. I've read these papers now for years, many years. We're getting on at least five or six years that I've read these things full time, you know, my entire waking life, not even 40 hours a week, all the time. All I do is read this stuff and then tell people about it. Mm. And so it becomes very, in this weird way, familiar, like uh, I didn't adopt it, but it's like having calluses on your hands so that you can, you can tolerate more heat and I can look at more of this darkness without it getting into me is sort of the analogy, I suppose. So how much of this is um, to make res- um, revolutionaries to destroy the individuals and to destroy families? I think virtually all of it. In fact, I think that what you have is a handshake agreement between Marxists and uh, pedophiles. It's kind of the relationship of warm tongue. If you go to the Lord of the Rings where he gets his girl, if he undermines the king or whatever, and Saruman promises him the deal. But so he's like the pedophile. He gets what he wants sexually out of the deal, but he undermines the thing for the political operation. The Marxists don't care one way or the other. Um, so I actually think that, that the goal is to, as Marxists have always said, that you must sever the previous generations from the, the, the current generation of children. You have to cut those ties. You have to cut ties to family. You have to cut ties to religion, nation, and culture. That's Mao Zedong's old, four olds. You had to cut out the old society to get the kids to turn on their parents and grandparents and teachers. And the way that you do that is very powerful through sexualizing children. They come home and they say, I'm a demisexual or some new thing. The parents say, what? What doesn't make any sense? And they say, you don't understand me. Times have changed. I saw an article in the New York Times today saying times have changed about furry sex, which is dressing up as animals to have sexual fetishes. And so they, they literally, the New York Times put in the opinion pieces, nope, times have just changed. The old culture is irrelevant. Your parents' views are outdated. The Bible is irrelevant and outdated. It's obsolete. The nation that you look to had it wrong. The culture that you grew up in has it wrong. So you can sever those ties and the children to the previous generation. And that's the Marxist goal. Anything that comes down to actual pedophile grooming, which is actually going to be minority, it's more the dysmorphic grooming that's occurring uh, is kind of just a, a, a bonus for the people who, who this ideology has no tools to stop, no tools to okay. exclude, no tools to identify. All right. Hang on just a second. I need to take a one minute break and then I want to come back and just ask you what should, what's the first thing we should do? What? Because <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, I mean, it's in Disney now. It's everywhere. All right. Back in just a second. 
inflation is the gift from the feds that just keeps on giving. And if you don't know who's responsible, you are going to listen to the morons. Uh, no, they're not morons. They're very, very bright. Um, they've just decided that they should run the world, I think. Um, the creature from Jekyll Island, it is the Federal Reserve. That's a very famous scholarly book called the Jekyll from uh, or the creature from Jekyll Island. That's where the Fed um, was put together in secret. Uh, it is a corporation. It is it's it's not a government entity and they are printing the money they are destroying and they're going to present the next option. I have asked the Tuttle twins. Uh, I've been talking about these books for your family for a long time. They have a children's book of the creature from Jekyll, Jekyll Island. Your whole family should read this, including you, because this inflation is going to be the most important thing you can understand when it comes to the economy and how it's created, how it's put under uh, under control and who's to blame here. Crucial. I asked them if they would make this free. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get your free copy while supplies lasts of the Tuttle Twins book, The Creature from Jekyll Island. Everyone in your family should read this. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Ten seconds. Station ID. So, James, we have two minutes. Where, where should people begin? What should people be doing? They have to learn what this is, and then the action follows very clearly. It's that the people who are doing this cannot be tolerated in doing it. It's child abuse. So they have to be removed from the positions where they can abuse children. They have to be removed from the positions where they're implementing these tools, whether that's through programs like social-emotional learning that inject it into kids or whether that's through uh, direct application of things like the gender unicorn or any of this this gender stuff. So they need to be informed on what's happening. They need to see what's actually happening in their schools. They need to realize the building's on fire. And if the school is on fire, you get your kids out, protect them first. Yeah. Then you start solving the problem. And then once they've done that, they have to start taking action to start putting out the fire. You have to take the people who are the arsonists out of the school. You have to fire them. They have to be removed. Uh, things like Disney have to be called out for what they are. Shareholders at Disney should be losing their minds over what the Disney brand has has, has become. Uh, fans of Disney. It's an American icon. It's a huge thing. You even have one of the benches, right? Yeah, I do. From they Disneyland. should be up in arms to rescue Disney from what these groomers have turned it into. Yeah. Um, James, thank you again sincerely for all of the hard work you do in getting the word out. You can find him at newdiscourses.com. That's where you'll find these videos he's talking about. Newdiscourses.com. This is vital in every single community. Your school is not different. Newdiscourses.com. The Glenn Back Program. Almost every day you hear about another major corporation like Disney that has gone woke. Did you hear the latest? It is Oreo cookies. I don't know why the cookies care about my sexuality or why I would care that my cookie accepts my sexuality. It's a damn cookie. Anyway, you got to stop doing business with uh, corporations 
uh, that that you can get away with uh, or get away from. And you've got to start supporting those companies that are trying to do the right thing. And I'll tell you, the best one on the top of my list is Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile, you're going to get uh, a cheaper bill every month. You're going to save money. You're going to get the same great service because they're on the same towers as everybody else. They've got better customer service. Did I mention better prices? And they're actually on our side. They are fighting for our constitutional rights and sanctity of life and in our schools. It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call, switch now. Use Beck as the offer code, and uh, you'll have free activation. 972-PATRIOT. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is the Alamo to save 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. I've been working on uh, during the break. I've been working on some rides for Disney, you know, because I, you know, I thought, hey. you, I thought you were like, you know, you no longer wanted to go. You were. Yeah, un- well, I unhappy. don't, but I maybe it can help them just make it even a more magical place. OK. You know, so I was thinking uh, like uh, Black Lives Matterhorn bobsleds. <laughs> it works. At Kyle, <laughs> that one right? they may actually use. They That's do, uh, safe space mountain. Mm. That could be. Mm. There are, there are no turns, no twists. You're in a lit room. Oh, yeah. And you don't move. Yeah. And it's uphill. How about yeah, um, <laughs> how about Peter Pansexual's flight? Mm. Um, Walt Disney's Enchanted Equity Room. Mm. Uh, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terrorist Parents. You go in and parents are just screaming at you. Um, Dumbo, the white or the uh, right wing sycophant is, I don't know. Walt Disney's uh, carousel of oppression. Nobody sees that. How about Pirates of the Queerabian? Kind of like that one. I I don't Um, know. Great moments with Mr. Jinping. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I mean, Mm -hmm. I. All right. I was just trying to help. Weren't they just like legitimately saying they were going to change the name of Splash Mountain or change Splash Mountain? Oh, no. They're changing. They're getting rid of all of the. Briar Patch and because it was racist in some way. I don't remember the song of the South. It's based on song of the South. Okay. Which is not a racist movie. I beg to differ. Everyone says it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, everybody in America does. Disney still sells the damn movie in Europe. So it's okay. It's okay there. It's Mm -hmm. just bad here. You know, they don't care. No, that, well, that's the, that's the thing I, I, I'm struggling to understand about Disney because there are companies who do care. Yeah. There are com- There are left-wing companies. That care. That care, and all they want to do is be... Like, ben and Jerry's is a good example of that, yeah. right? Like, they, yeah. ju- they just don't like the Jews. That's just the way. They're ice cream. <laughs> They're just not fans of the Jews. You know, the mint chocolate chip they have does not like Jews, and that's just the way they run their operation. Wow. And wow. Uh, that is what they stand for, right? Mm. They've been really clear about it. Uh, as clear as you could possibly be, Please don't buy our ice cream Jews. That is their stance and their new slogan, by the way. If you happen to be in a convenience store today, you'll see it on the on the on the containers. Please don't buy our ice cream Jews. I think Wow, I it's not confirmed, huh, but I, I, I'm right. pretty sure. That's strange. But like that is a an ideological company that makes ice cream. Disney is Disney a an ideological company that makes children's entertainment, 
Or is Disney a company that wants to make a lot of money and thinks the best way to do that or to appease its own employees here in no, the United States? it's an States? ideological it's an ideological company, and it always but has been. How can been. an ideological company that, like, for example, believes in wokeness among gays be expanding in Oman? Why would they be going to? Uh, they're trying to expand their operation in countries that will execute you if you're gay. An ideological company wouldn't do that. They would. They're that's putting profits over to your ideology, is it not? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm willing to surrender on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever get that way where yeah, you're just oh, like, yeah. I don't, I don't really I care at this point. No, it's really not on the top of my list. So you really do care about Disney, though. I do. More than literally anybody that I know. Yeah, I do. Uh, you followed it. It's been an inspiration in your life, in your career. Walt Disney, Walt Disney taught me. Walt Disney and uh, uh, Orson Welles were the, the guiding guys. guys of my life. That's- Both good and bad. So that is a major, major part, uh, and and to understand them now, because you went through this phase where it was Walt Disney with this incredible vision of a company, and and an incredible vision of, I mean, it's always been an ideological company. Yeah, he he was back in the day. He was an American who thought America was a special place that had special ideas uh, and laws that made people free to dream and do. And so he built his company. That's why that's why all of those old shows that, you know, used to run around the Mickey Mouse Club time. It was always good versus evil. It was, you know, Johnny Tremaine. It was stories, Davy Crockett, stories of America. And that's what he really wanted to do. And, you know, he really wanted to shore this all up and shore the family up. I really think he saw today's America coming. Hmm. Um, he knew that the family and children, if given the proper tools and truth, would be able to navigate anything. And America would be the shining city on the hill. They've destroyed that. They don't believe that. They don't believe that anymore. They believe they'll be the shining city on a hill for another kind of flame. But it ain't truth. So after, at some point, the ideological beginnings of Disney under Walt, they fade away. And the criticism of them when I was a kid, I feel like was just churning out merch and crap. Correct. To to maximize the amount of money. They were just a profit machine. Correct. And internally, they started, um, as they grew bigger and bigger, they started embracing all of the leftist ideas mm-hmm. uh, and that infiltrated to every level eventually. And now they're they're ideologues, but they also are business people. So they bring in the cash, uh, but because like, you are we at, still talking about this? I said I surrender. I mean, I no, really I'm just I trying know. to understand because because <laughs> like I think like you look at their mainstream releases Right. They're big budget, you know, explosive hundred million dollar type of releases. They don't go down these roads all that much. I still think a lot of them are pretty acceptable. Now, when you start looking at the stuff that they're throwing on, like the Disney Channel and some of the stuff they're targeting tweens with and uh, that sort of ilk of their programming, 
they go farther and farther and farther down these roads. Yeah, because but like parents are taking their kids to the movies and watching it mm. because they're in the dark and they're watching it with their kids. Uh, television, mom and dad generally aren't watching, right? You know, uh, Disney Channel online or you know Disney TV. They're in maybe mom's in the kitchen doing some stuff, and she'll only hear once in a while. She'll be like, "Wait, wait, what? What? Hang on, just a second. What's happening?" Is part of this too, though, that these mainstream hundred million dollar releases are being shown in Oman, where the the tween high school dramas they make for the Americans are not. No, they're not getting imported. No, uh, to Saudi no. Arabia. So no. these big things are, and so they keep those pretty pretty safe. And that's what makes me, you know, again, I know you surrendered on this already, but this is what makes me think they are more judging the playing surface than a hardcore ideological company. I think they are filled with a lot of hardcore ideological people, particularly in the creative side of things, as we saw in these videos this week. Always have been. But they're, ju- they're, they're not acting this way all around the world. They're, they're acting this way because they, they didn't to- act this way when they were still hardcore, um, hardcore ideologues for the left. They didn't act this way until they felt tide has changed. Yeah, we're now in control. Right. You'll notice all these companies are coming out and just taking their masks off. They don't they don't care anymore. They just don't care. You will do what. The big corporations say, because you can't live without us. I can't wait to get to my farm so I can prove them wrong. (laughs) I am just, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. They are taking our children down this, this path. I mean, I, I am not sending my kids to college. I will not do it. Really? I will not do what it. if you could find a college and there are some that that seem to have good uh, you know good programs i'd send them to hillsdale yeah right like hillsdale is an example but that's it <laughs> there might that's be it. Uh, there might be others we've talked to other other uh, we yeah, talked no, to, i'm not going to you just don't want to take no i'm not taking gonna, any chance they're going to go on their own if they go they they pay yeah, for yeah, it on their own i mean i don't you know <laughs> you're you're 18 you can do what you want i'm not paying somebody to destroy you and to destroy everything that I have worked hard oh. to instill in you. I have to say, I think more and more people are getting to that. Point. I hope I'm so. Pretty, I'm there. I mean, I, I've always felt like the credentialism of college is completely overvalued anyway. Yeah. What do you, what do you learn? Stu, have we ever, ever, ever went, oh, well, he went to... He went to college for broadcasting. Oh, so we should listen to him. No, no. But we're in a dumb business. I got <laughs> No, we are in it. We are in a dumb business. Right. But are they any smarter than us? No. No. I mean, because I'm... they don't learn anything that is real. Nothing. This is stealing, I think, Brian Kaplan's example here. But like if a person goes through college and they have all A pluses and on the very last day before graduation, they resign, don't show up for graduation, don't get a degree. And the next person comes through, and they get all D-minuses all throughout college, but they squeak through and graduate. The vast majority of this country would hire the guy with the D-minuses. Of course. Because they would say, they have a degree in college. That is the dumbest, any individual person 
with a sense at all could look at that situation and say, obviously, the person who got all A pluses throughout college is the one you should hire. And yet, this system is set up so that the person with the D minuses will get hired in almost all situations. That's insanity. That's insanity. It's got to change. And how many people do you know that are wildly successful that maybe went to a little college or no, no college? And then if they went to college, they dropped down there like this is a waste of time. Yeah. I mean, how many women's studies, you know, ethnic studies, uh, you know, sexual studies do I really need? Do I really need to be able to do business here to be able to. Wait a minute. I'm working for a bank. I need women's studies for what reason? Right. No. Well, and this is, I think, a problem, too, in that you see the way, look at the way our, our, our situation is set up right now. You have these big tech companies, and they go to these fact checkers, and the fact checkers ask experts to get what the, the right opinion is, and then they come back and they <laughs> Where present Where do they get those experts? Right, exactly. And this is the problem. There are no conservative gender study experts. Now, there is obviously an argument on uh, on the conservative side for these issues. I mean, we, there's a but couple. But there's no like experts. Deborah So we've talked to before, mm-hmm. and she's not a conservative, but mm-hmm. she at least has some rational thinking on this. Uh, but they've kicked her but out. But they've kicked the, her out. Yep. So when they get people who go against the grain, they kick them out. And generally speaking, a person who's conservative is not going to college to go want to study gender issues. It's just not, it's not within our interest set. It, but if we don't have experts... Right. At all that are ever provided when these journalists go this, to the fact checkers, this there's no one to ask. Is the problem. We have made people who have gone to college and have yeah. a degree, they are the experts, no matter what they believe, over somebody else who can maybe not go to college, but has really tracked take economics. Economics. Mm-hmm. We are going to the experts to solve inflation. The same experts that caused inflation and while us non-experts said you can't do that, it'll inflate the money, the experts said, no, it won't. This time it's different. We said, no, it's not. Now, I don't have a degree in economics. I do have something called a brain cell. You must have none. And what happens? We go to the experts, and as it collapses because of their recommendations and their systems, they are the only ones we'll go to for the answer. That's a real problem. That's insane. That is the definition of insanity. And we've reached, I think, what I would think is the peak of this just over the past couple of weeks. One of the most highly educated people in our society about to be named to the Supreme Court and thinks she needs to go to a biologist to find out what a woman is. Yep. This is completely bonkers. Check the pants. Check the junk. (laughs) I mean, I would have even given you, I can't, hang on just a second, and then checked, you know, into her pants and went, okay, I know how to define a woman. Hmm. I would have even taken that, you know, a moment of hesitation, but not that answer. (laughs) Uh, Eddie wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. That may have made more news than the Will Smith Smith slap. It would have been great. (laughs) Hang on just a second. Uh, A year ago, uh, I was bent over like an old man, said Eddie. He wrote in, he said, I could barely stand up straight. I had really heavy back pain. I dreaded even going to the mailbox. This went on for months and months until I started taking Relief Factor. And within about a week, my back pain was completely gone. 
underlined and exclamation point. No more pain. Relief factor work for me. Thank you so much for telling me about it. You are welcome. Eddie, I'm glad you took the uh, chance and spent the 20 bucks to see if it would work. Thousands of people have done the same thing in just this audience alone. And about 70% go on to order more. Why would you do that unless you see results? Try it for three weeks. Take it as directed. Relieffactor.com. Not a drug, but designed just for you. And it will attack your inflammation, which is the major source of all of our pain, in four different ways. So call 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. The Glenn Beck Program. Hey, you, you don't want to miss today's show. It's actually, I mean, this seems a little dark. The uh, name of the show tonight, 9 p.m., Hunger Games. How to prepare for the New World Order. And I don't mean actual Hunger Games. Like, we're not going to be hunting each other. Although I believe in New York, they may be. Um, but it's it's really a show on... Uh, What's coming and how to prepare your family and some basic steps. Uh, it's um, I think this is going to be a uh, a series <laughs> when we're all said and done. Watch it tonight. Hunger Games. How to prepare for the new world order only on Blaze TV. Can we play the drone from China that is going to people's houses who. <laughs> Okay. I don't speak Japanese <laughs> or French mm-hmm. or Chinese. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is apparently what is the translation? This is the legitimate translation, as they because they came out to sing to protest lack of supplies during the lockdown. They couldn't mm-hmm. leave. Please comply with COVID restrictions. Control your soul's desire for freedom. <laughs> wow. 